Yo, it's episode 52, Invite the Neighbors. Um, this episode was Our Attic from Lansing. Uh, they came in a crazy fucking snowstorm, and uh, really appreciate them for that. <laughs> and glad they made it home safe. Um, I saw they just played the Love and Couch, I'm pretty sure. Um, so if you were at that, then you know the band is sweet. And if you weren't at that, you're about to hear why they're sweet. Um, upcoming shows, I just joined a band called Pursuer on lead guitar, and we're playing, uh, sounds so cocky to say lead guitar. I play guitar, um, and we're playing February 28th at, uh, The Loving Touch with Motherfolk and Beta Camp. It's an audio treat presents show. Um, really looking forward to that. Check out Pursuer. We got some hot, hot shit coming at you. I'm really excited. Um, so thanks for listening, guys, and enjoy the episode. Check out our attic. Okay, now I'm actually recording. This is Invite the Neighbors episode 50-something, and our attic is here. we got two people joining us, and you guys are going to play one song, two songs? It's a, a quasi, yeah. 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 A little medley. One-ish. A, One-ish. Sum- a summer medley. One and a half. A summer medley. <laughs> Sweet. Go for it. <sighs> Sunshine warm over grass fresh torn by a hand so just feeling time pass by as I reach my
That was sweet. All right, I'm going to pause and resituate y'all. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having us in your living room. <laughs> okay. We're good. We pulled the bet. Our attic. That was awesome, by the way. That was Thank really great. You. So, I was going to ask, how long have you guys been playing together? I think um, as an addict, as an addict, we've been playing together for probably over a year now, year and a half, over a year. Wait, as an addict, like as as, 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 the, as, the, as the addict. addict. As, as, oh, as, as okay. The addict. I was like, Wait Ryan and me go way back. Yeah. Okay. So we actually grew up in Wyandotte. That's where I was born. Uh, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. That's where I was yeah, I was born, born in Wyandotte. Well, everyone I know was born in the, the Detroit Hospital or something like that, or just not not the Wyandotte. Not the Wyandotte Hospital. Not the Wyandotte hospital. <gasps> I don't know why nobody yeah. gets born there. Only the OGs. But yeah, we've been playing together for ten years. Yeah. We found each other in high school, and it was kind of a drummer found a guitar player, and a guitar player found a drummer, and we're still at it today. Did you guys uh, go to school around here then, or? Yeah, we both went to Wyandotte. I started in uh, a different school, Southgate. Oh, okay. And I went to Wyandotte. Word. Oh. Theodore Roosevelt. <laughs> yeah. What was like the musical culture like, like in high school downriver? Because I moved out of downriver in middle school to like Linden, which is just almost all white farm town. So I was I didn't get the same sense of like what a bigger group of people were like into. Down downriver music, I think, started to kind of decline right when we were. We were in high school, I think. Yeah, we got we just got started playing out like on the last leg of the modern exchange. Right. And then Is that the skate park? No, that that's I think there's one around here that's a I don't even know what that one's called. No, the modern exchange was it's a really store now. It was kind of a um, it was an aid for bands in the area, I think, to continue to keep playing. And it shut down right as we were kind of growing into our sound. Yeah, and when then, we when we took our first step. Right. Gotcha. And that was kind of the start of the, as far as we knew it at least, Downriver music. I, the, I, won't, I won't say the start of the downfall because... As soon as we left, it all went to shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, we stuck we stuck around and like played at the Rockery and the place out on that turned into the Scarlet Room or something. What is it? Place out down Fort Street. I don't the remember. Rack and called. roll. Bear with me, by the way. Old I'm rack and roll. The perfect level for you guys. Yeah. The old rack, rack and roll. roll. Rack and roll. Uh huh. That was just a big stage bar. That was that was kind Sounds of. Sounds like a bowling alley. Was, yeah. <laughs> It could have been a bowling alley. It could have been. It was huge. It, or like it a pool bar, was, billiards bar. It was, was it was. It wasn't a rock For music. Oh, right. uh, okay. Have you, you guys, guys ever been to the Majestic, Majestic in Detroit? Detroit? Yes. Majestic. That's Is that the what, theater one? So, yeah. yeah. Is it the one above it? That's the, the Majestic. Stick. Uh, what am I thinking of? There's the one where there's like the cafe and then it's attached to a bowling alley. That's that's the Magic Stick uh, 
then and the majestic. That's together. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then the bowling alley. They got the pizza. I've been to the yeah. one upstairs. Yeah. Well, I guess they have a stage above the bowling alley. Yeah, that's the Majestic. Okay. And then the main level is the Majestic. I saw a lot of dispute there. That was an awesome show. Oh, I could see that. Years ago. Imbalance and Composure. Yep. My friend Matt would love you. So I guess two of his favorite bands of all time. Oh, really? If you also love Copeland, then you guys will basically get married (laughs) because he doesn't listen to this podcast because he's lame, but... Well, maybe maybe (laughs) he will now. Yeah. Yeah. Well... If I tell him someone likes balance and composure and loud speed, he'll be like, okay, I'll Maybe he'll listen to it up to the point that you called him lame. And he's like, okay, I get I'm it. out, yeah. I, get it. yeah. <laughs> I gave it a chance. I'm not here for this. Right. Now, he's like, he's like a, actually one of the, a really good musical friend. Like, I'll send him multiple stages of like a record that I'm working on. So he'll hear like really stripped down, shitty instrumental versions of things. And he's yeah. always down to like, give it a listen and, and like support music you know what i mean that's awesome yeah. that's necessary right is he like uh does he give good input as well like, yeah i mean he, he's a musician he, too. He okay. used to, i was gonna ask if he gives like an input based on like a listener or as a musician and or both yeah like, kind, kind of both like we, we have like a lot of the same taste we go to a lot of shows together and stuff okay yeah now he's definitely gonna listen this is the first time i talked about good old forster <laughs> <laughs> he's probably sitting in his chair right now <laughs> he's, he's probably thinking about listening to it but he's not doing it just to sweat you or something like right that. yeah he's, he's not that clever <laughs> love you matt uh, <laughs> so like what are what are you guys some of uh some of your musical influence like if you guys were all to, to go to a show together like what would be like a band that oh, together oh. Oh. see that's a I'm good in. question <laughs> damn it <laughs> That's something we didn't prep. Just made it up itself. Yeah, that's a good uh, one. Well, I don't know. We can even go individual, know. and then maybe once we go individually, we'll be like, oh. Like if we no, you don't make the rules, dude. Damn. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Don't Host the makes the rules, man. Damn. No, you can do that. It's got a filter, though, so. <laughs> I'm just looking for content. Well, Zachary's would be. Yeah, what, what would. Shit. What would we Any concert that I would go to that I would take you two with me. Yes. Yeah, like, you sure. Gotta go. Enjoy themselves. go for that. You gotta go. Okay. I would do it. say Arctic Monkeys. Oh, well, that's I not mean, what I would have said, but yeah. I would have said, like, John Mayer right off the bat. Love John Mayer. Dude. That would be a, a magical experience to share. He's been my number one on, like, the Spotify rap for the last two years. Is he really? Yeah. I, my most, my heavy rotation in Spotify is John Mayer radio and <laughs> yeah. John Mayer and John Mayer <laughs> trio. Well, I would have yeah. guessed that for you, but I would have thought that Zachary would have said the keys. Oh, the black keys. Well, yeah. they played a show together, didn't they? That's true. That's was so like the dream. Concert. Maybe if it was that, if we could recreate that one, then yes. Where was that at? I saw them play at the Joe Louis arena. It was the El Camino tour for the black keys. Okay. And Arctic Monkeys had hit it huge in England, and they wanted to try their, you know, dip their toes in the waters of America and open for the Black Keys. I don't even know who they were. Imagine that being like your introduction to America. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. No big deal. Yeah. You probably have like such a warped like perception of, of like what it means like be a band in America. You know. That's uh probably. I mean, it's very different when. Good for them, but. It's very different when you've got like a whole host of people all like ready yeah. to, you know, make what you're trying to do happen. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of uh, Arkells? Arkells. So they're, they're like this uh, pop rock band from Canada, mm-hmm. from like the Toronto, I think. But they're huge in Canada. Like they play arenas. 
Oh, the sure. Canadian Olympic national team brought them overseas what? to like play for the Canadian athletes and shit. They're huge in Canada. Wow. And then they come to the United States and they'll play like the Majestic. Or they'll, mm. they were in smaller clubs before that. Really? So like, that is like the dream. That would be amazing. Like to get the best of both worlds. Like you can go in your home country, be huge and just play yeah. these huge shows. And then all you gotta do is cross the border and you get this intimate experience of like all these. Sure. Yeah. I think those are the best shows are the smaller, more yeah. intimate shows. Yeah. Yeah. They just cash some checks going around Canada, you know what I mean? And then you get to like tour do what the they want to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's a small intimate show. Yeah. What show would you take us to? Oh, 100%. I would force you guys to see Regina Spector. And we totally love it. Yeah, actually. Yeah, Just someone I haven't gotten into, but I, I heard her on a Ben Fold song. Okay, yes, she does. Yes. But she's my absolute Yeah, you're talking favorite. about your, your childhood experience. Yeah. Yes. she. Yeah. That's oh. like, that's the my, like, I think what I would say that I draw from the most. I, I love her style of music. I love, I love her songwriting. Yeah. Yeah, I, I could see that. Now that I've heard you sing, like that, the falsetto type. And that's why I thought, uh, Crumb reminded me of Crumb, the mm-hmm. singers, a lot of falsetto and a lot of groovy, like jazzy type stuff too. Cool. Not that I would say you guys were necessarily jazzy, but the guitar work was pretty bluesy, mm-hmm. you know, under a blanket of reverb, which I fucking love. <laughs> <laughs> that's the secret. Yeah. Secret that was so just much. with the amp, the, I've got the, you know, there's a whole. The Princeton? Some reverb amp, or? yeah, just plugged right into it. I've got the whole, um, you know, I'm a tone guy, I like, yeah. I think about my guitar tone, and like, especially Ryan is a uh, he plays a huge part in it, and you know, it's something that we work on to because we're a three piece, you know, there's a lot of ter- sonic territory to, to be covered, yeah, right? Uh, even on from a percussion point of view, the Little knickknacks on the mm-hmm. on the symbols that yep. Ryan uses oh, okay. the, yeah. to add the chime and the it's um like the sounds are it's I don't know it's not just hitting a drum however right. it sounds it's, well you're it's very, definitely your timbre your your timbre is very unique to you and like yeah it, the colors that you get it's it's very unique to you yeah thank you mm-hmm. I really we're, we're gonna book a show together that'd be sweet yeah. Yeah. Okay. Come to I, you yeah, know yeah, everybody in Lansing I do. Right. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Come to Lansing. Yeah. Where, whereabouts? Are you familiar at all with the area? Um, I mean, I played at Max Bar with yeah. a, a few bands. Tree Rex was one of them. How was that? It was, yeah, it was sweet. Yeah. It, the thing is, like, it was a Friday night at Max Bar, so it was cool. It was mm-hmm. kind of a built-in crowd. Yeah. But I was playing okay. solo, so it wasn't. It wasn't the type of energy that can really grab an entire bar, I feel like. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe if it was full band, like we're actually rocking out. But sure. I noticed a lot of people talking and stuff because half the bar was there not to see a show. Right. Right. I mean? yeah. right. But still, there was enough people to make it feel very much worth it. You know, it was like definitely a lot of fun. Sounded good. Sounded really good. But I'm trying to remember. How long ago was that? That, oof. Over the summer. Okay. Oh, so recently. Yeah. 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 I mean, I've only been playing shows with any regularity for like a year okay probably nice. maybe a little bit over that but i've been playing music forever 28 i've been playing since i was like 13 but i just mm-hmm. too add you're too naive like i just didn't know how it worked you know what i mean i didn't yeah. know how to get shows and then mm-hmm. yeah probably... it's, it's always the tricky that's like the trickiest thing yeah yeah today yeah it's getting the... the shows like the i don't know the there's it's tough to get in front of people for the sake of 
getting in front of them to play music. Like there's always seems to be like the selling tickets types type yeah, of shows. That's like uh, dollar knowing. dollar first. Like that's what it is now. Dollar first, and it's what do you mean? Uh, I feel like venues are not. Yeah, venues are not uh, available for the, uh, the music or the sound. It's all about the money first. Like right. we're we're talking about it. Promoters are. I don't think they go to shows anymore. I think they're exclusively on the internet, and venues are no longer the place for you to really be discovered. Or to, I mean, you'll find yeah. some it incredible depends. listeners. It, it depends. Like if we're going to. The Magic Stick, or even Deluxe Lux, I think you know that's, that'd be awesome. Yeah, exactly. But I th- feel like like the smaller bars, like what Blondies used to be when that was around, like hair metal bands back in the day would go there. Yeah, I see so what you're saying. Them. Yeah, it's yeah. no longer. You're not gonna. That was the place. That you, was, you had to go out to find bands. You had right. right, right, and it's where where is that? Now Spotify playlist and hitting the algorithms. Yeah, if you yeah. can hit a hitting the algorithms. Yeah. yeah. I'm tired of that word. I know it's so hard. I'm our social media manager, air quotes. Yeah. And yeah. Are you for hire also? Because like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Man, it depends on how much you'll pay me. Because these guys don't. These guys don't pay me. Yeah, you'll pay her at all. Hugs and handshakes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Three, five. Believe it or not, she sings too. So like that's a bonus. Yeah. Right. Social media manager that sings. Yes. In Michigan. Didn't have to be on social media. I wouldn't. Like if I didn't have shit. You know, yeah. Just yeah. the reality. If you can yeah, not have social media and make it as a band, congratulations. Wow, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's tough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's I think it's necessary. That's the, point the county fair it. circuit. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> right. right. Well, you move. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing. Yeah. Like, you know, you go to some epicenter, Austin. I would love to live in Austin, mm-hmm. Texas. Yeah. Nashville's a good one too. Nashville Nashville's is, at the top of the Nashville list, is good, but it is I've been in Nashville. A couple times and yeah there are uh there are good parts of it but like it's a bit too honky-tonk for me yeah like if you'd expect it to be you almost not, sounded honky-tonk when you said that yeah i'm not yeah <laughs> it was i that was intentional uh, i'm not saying it's a bad thing right but like not austin compared for. to nashville nashville's honky-tonk and Austin's way more like liberal. Or Nashville is definitely yeah. like a liberal pocket relative to everything that's outside of it. Yes. Yeah. And I, th- I feel like I've been in Nashville twice myself, so we're equally experts on Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> but like the first time I went, I just stayed on like the Main Strip Broadway because I thought that's what you mm-hmm. did. But, you know, we started to venture out towards the end, and there's a lot of neighborhoods that are just. Oh, there's great neighborhoods. Hipster. Like the Gulch is awesome. Yeah. East Nashville is really great. Germantown's good. Twelve South Belmont. I don't know all of them, but yeah, I'm a yeah. huge fan of Nashville too. And it's, there's good pockets, but yeah, I, I believe it. End I'm of the not. day, I'll go where the music goes. If we pick a city, we'll, we'll yeah. Overall, too many boot stores. Yeah, <laughs> we, we we don't need that many boots. Yeah, no. How like, many boots does one need? Ideally, you get one pair of boots and they last you a really long time. That ideally, right? yeah. That's, I think they were all they all had signs like buy two get one free. Like, who's buying three pairs of yeah. cowboy boots, dude? Well. It, if I had the money for it. Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Think about it. I mean, you're in Nashville. Like, I gotta... Gotta have okay. three. Gotta have three. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Buy two, get one. They're on yeah, sale. You have to buy three. Why would I... One of the reasons I... Uh, we could keep talking about boots. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, one of the things... The reasons I think not. Nashville is good. <laughs> right? I got some shit. Like, one of the reasons I think Nashville is good for a band is because it's so centrally located. If you're trying to tour, it's a good home base because it's... You know, 
only a few hours, you from know, everywhere. Yeah. 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 I mean, Michigan's good too. Like Michigan, there's a ton of stuff within the state and then right. just outside within like four or five hours, you can mm-hmm. get to Pittsburgh, Chicago, Columbus, Chicago, yeah. uh, even, even like Milwaukee, if you want to go a little bit further. Yeah. It's just, we're kind of spoiled up here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you go down to Nashville, it's awesome, but you know, I know from people who have lived in that scene, it's just not as saturated. Yeah. Which I don't know. I don't know how like immersed within like music scene you guys are. Have you played like a lot of house shows or? We actually we haven't have a house show yet. No. It's yeah. been, uh, been sta- we have stages like pretty good start, yeah. I would say. House shows aren't out of the I would question. Love, oh, I'd love to do a house yeah. show. They're, oh man. Just hasn't That's been intimacy. Up. Yeah, that's good stuff. We do love that because we feel like our our music, it really caters to that or it um, thrives off of that intimacy. And I'm sure a lot of people feel that way about their music. But I do think there's so many nuances and little glittering moments and subtleties in in what the three of us are doing together on stage that when you're in an intimate setting, you can really... It feels cozy. Yeah. I'd rather see your band with like 15 people who are there for music than like 40 people who are just there to kind of chat around. Right. Or post pictures and drink and stuff. Yeah. 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 I could definitely, we'll do the house show thing. We'll make it fucking happen. (laughs) We're also, I I don't mean to be braggadocious, but we're not a loud band. Right. Like just in general, we're, it's not loud. So this Marshall half stack over here, that's that's not you guys. (laughs) Oh, uh, I was going to use that for the song at the end. Oh, okay. Got it. it. (laughs) Uh, Audio only. Yeah. I mean, there's big moments, but Zachary's totally There are totally big moments, right. but in general, it's, uh, we, I, I mean, I take special care to, you know, control how loud my guitar is. Right. Yeah. The, there's few things worse in the world than a guitar player that's too loud. Right. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Taking care over the sound that you're putting out and like handling that sound with care. Yeah. Yeah. I think you guys would actually, your sound translate really well to the, at least the house shows I've played and. Not to be a bubble burster, but <laughs> house shows, like, they can be great, but they can they can go south quickly because a lot of times the sound, I mean, for me personally, because the sound sure. usually sucks, mm-hmm. yeah. and a lot of times the vocalists are standing behind the monitors. That's everywhere. And it's yeah. just like, if you can't hear yourself at all, it's just kind of a problem. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, if I could ever give any young budding musician, not that I'm an old, unbudded musician, <laughs> but... You, nice you've, got post, you've got bud. You've got bud. You've got bud. We're so post bud technically. Yeah. My, my mom is gonna listen to this. Oh no, bud. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hi, mom. What is bud? My mom's not gonna listen to this. <laughs> I, was, I was talking about an actual flower. Oh yes, Thank you, Kayla. yeah. Flower. They call it that too now, though. <laughs> That's true. Lord. Weed. Finish uh, your sentence. What? <laughs> I for- <laughs> Uh, any Typical. young budding musician. Your not that you're yes, your yes. Old, um, If you ever musician. find a good sound guy, try to play at that place as much as you can. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and uh, you know, that's why I'm so nice to sound guys. And you guys always tease me. <laughs> yeah. The guy at the sanctuary loved, loved me. He's like, oh, gosh. I love you, man. Ooh, good I would sound love to guys. play there. I've never played The sanctuary. There. We played yeah, we there, there Saturday. this past weekend. The sound there was, was lovely. excellent. Yeah. Whoever. Super. The, he's got a, there's a really cool board. It's got. It's a Behringer X32. Okay. There you go. There you nice go. Listeners. Board. Audio X32. nerds out there. Oh, just wait. Yeah. Let's yes. see how long You're going to get going wet. I'll, I'll hit you, man. Sure. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, man. That place was, yeah, that place was great. Have you guys played uh, Blind Pig? 
Not yet. Have not. There was an offer, but it's a, yeah. The. Fight the Nerves exclusive. Oh, (laughs) no, I was going to say, we've we've played there, not us, us. It just made, I've been to the Blind Pig once. We were at the Blind Pig once. Did we? Long time ago. We did? You were on the bill, but you kind of like brought instruments and. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, no, if we you guys it. need an extra like couple songs, we'll, we'll, play a, we'll play a tight 15. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you won't regret it. <laughs> we always had this one song that was our last song, and it was 12 minutes. It'd be a real great fit musically. <laughs> yeah. I found myself saying that before, and I always cringe, like, oh. Dang it, I did it. Yeah. Fuck. Oops, I did it again. I'll feel like really ambitious, and then I'll like email like a band or somebody I want to play with, and I'll just get too excited and then i'll say shit that sounds not like me at all because i'm trying to be gregarious you know mm-hmm. and i'll go back and read and I'm like yeah. i'm afraid to read the response like yeah. i get physical anxiety when i think about oh there's this response waiting to this cringy thing i said god damn it i i did i did that recently i don't think it was super cringy but i got ghosted oh. uh that's yeah. always a letdown it was a letdown but bigger and better right Sure. It's fine. True. That's At least different. And That's plan. Yeah. <laughs> we're on a path. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of believe that. We don't have to go too deep into it, though. I feel like we should start in on politics before we get to religion. Ooh, deal. <laughs> that always comes first. Yeah. The caucuses now. I, I don't know shit. I'm not informed. No, not yet. <laughs> I'm informed in the sense of, like, I hear people saying, oh, did you hear about this? And then I'm like, oh, okay. What? What? And then I heard about it now. Yeah. Gotta yeah. get on that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, like, I, I'm like active, you know, I'll vote and shit. Like, I'm not like so apathetic that I'm like, fuck the sure. system. You know what I mean? But kind of fuck the system also. But, you know, us, you know, I, I, just, I feel like it's not meant for us, man. I'll, I'll cover, I'll, I'll go this deep into it. I'll say, I really try to focus on like my direct vicinity. Yeah. What yeah. can yeah. I yeah. do? Control that's, that's, but in reality. Yeah. yeah, you know, you might have grand ideas about things. Everybody has grand ideas about things, but in reality, all you got is what you touch throughout your right. day. Yeah, not everyone can be the Rothschild, dude. Not everyone can be fucking Jeff Bezos, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Thanks we're all poor musicians. Yeah, but uh, working stupid day jobs. Our attic has not played the blind pig. We've <laughs> yeah, not to, played the blind pig. To answer pig. that question, no addicts? to the blind pig. What's yeah, we that? play in an attic, we play every, in an week. attic every week. Every yeah, week. that's kind of where the name comes from. Okay. Yeah, so... It's a play on that. <laughs> so it, I can tell a story of the name. Yeah. Uh, so What's your story of the name? That was is it Haunted? The... Grant and I came up with it. The, no, not, I'll tell the right, story. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> so, I used to... Ryan and I used to be roommates when he first uh, moved up to Lansing. Him and I lived together. And we moved into a new house. And the upstairs was a... a it was like a duplex. And I lived up there with my then-girlfriend... Now, wife. Uh, <laughs> Did you guys go to state or something? I went to state for a couple of years. Okay. And my goal was to start at state. I started a community there to transfer. LCC. Sorry, ADD. LCC. ADD. Yeah, okay. LCC. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then state for a double major, but I'm going to go back to audio here in Detroit soon. So that's my goal. Audio. Audio. And then become an engineer. Kayla, Kayla's state, right? No, no. To Kalamazoo. Oh. You have to forgive me. Like I shouldn't have even asked because it's just like completely outside the point. Oh, I got it's it. My, it's my ADD just like oh, oh the name. No, I mean, was, <laughs> if it wasn't for us back. coming to Lansing, we wouldn't be our addicts. So, edit it out. So this is part of the, no, no edits. <laughs> no edits. We're in combo right now. No filters. No edits. <laughs> uh, we're okay. I lived in this. I lived in this in the top of this duplex. It was essentially the attic of this house, and Ryan lived in the basement. So I move out of this this attic, 
and Ryan moves into this attic. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's it's where we rehearse. It's where everything's set up. And then um, we met Kayla and we all got involved. And then uh, her and her uh, friend, that's a boy, Grant, <laughs> um, mm -hmm. suggested the name Our Attic. And I don't even know if it was intended to... Uh, I think we were all to mean like like to to be our attic because right. of you and I. But when I when I heard it, I I instantly loved it because we because of this place. I think it's cool shit. Yeah, this we, place yeah, is our attic. Yeah, we 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 all share it. I mean, it was it's a simple, it's like there could be a band called Our Living Room, but I think the the sake of yeah. you living in it, me yeah, living I in lived it, in it like being yeah. shared. We we showered. I the shower that he showers in now, I showered in for a. For a time when I, I lived there, he thinks about that every single time. Yeah. Yeah. And I would still let him shower in it. I would let Kayla shower. It's our attic. Yeah, it's every yeah, time I get in that shower, I'm like, Carl was here. Yeah. <laughs> My girlfriend exactly. cleans the shower all the time. So Dude, it's, it's a clean that's, job. that's what I need, man. Yeah, yeah, so that's kind of where that came from. That's really cool. I actually like that a lot. Yeah, mm -hmm. it feels it feels good. It yeah. feels um, it asked, welcoming. Yeah. It's, it's very nice. So I asked a question on a recent podcast that I thought was interesting, like. Because I think a lot of band names, when you actually think about them, they're just kind of weird or dumb. You know? Right, right like the last generator. food you ate and your favorite color. Yeah. <laughs> I, was just, I asked, like, I'm curious from you guys, too, like, what are some band names out there that you really like, you think are good band names, if you can think wow. of them off the top of your head? Oh, wow. Maybe local bands, big bands, you know. Not Wet Steps. Oh, yeah. That's bad. No. That was our name that for was our former. That's that was another like segment name like bad work, band names you've had. Yeah. Working. That was what a working steps. name in the in the old house before the house where I'm in now. It was just a. It was raining outside, and we're just like those are some wet steps. And boom. <laughs> you know, it's yeah, it's funny though um, that we're talking about this. One of my coworkers has like a running list of band names. Like if someone says something during the work uh -huh. week that sounds like a band name, she'll write it down. It's <laughs> such a bummer. I don't have that list. I know one of them on the list is aggressive dad jokes, and I think that's a good band name. <laughs> that would play. That plays. Yeah, plays in the climate. What's a good band? Oh, Carnivore band Heart name. is another one. Oh, no. Not actually, it's yes. just on the list. Oh, gotcha. Never mind. Oh, I know. Someone what said band Carnivore Heart in a sentence. That's all. That's hilarious. Uh, oh. Krungbin. Krungbin. Yeah, I love a, that. Yeah, band that's name. a good band name. Carl, Carl, they like Krungbin's band name. And dude. actually, as it turns out, we're about to make a wig for Zachary out of my yeah. hair. Yes, so. that's the. I, oh well, I guess going to the same genre. I love the name Bad Bad Not Good. That's an excellent, like that. incredible, excellent band name. I've also been getting a little hardcore recently. Turnstile. I don't know why I like that band name, but like that's Turnstile. Is Bad Bad Not Good? Is that a double negative? I'm trying. I'm like working out the. Uh, it's it's. Well, I guess if it's bad, bad, then it's already good. But they're saying it's not good. So I think oh, it's no, just think, not good. I think they're just saying like it's. You could you could say not good, not good, not good, or bad, bad, bad. This is exactly why people listen to this podcast, right? But it ends with bad, right? It's not good. I don't know. Right, so it's bad, me. bad. But it's ironic not good. because they're so good. What yeah. are some like bad like if you could think of like a, a famous band that just has a really shitty name? Wow. Cause I'll give you mine. Portugal Metallica? the man. Portugal the man. Because like they had like this super fucking like pretentious explanation for it. Like the, the band's name is Portugal. Then the period. And then the man represents like this other thing. Like dude, name your band. Name, I, it, name it Steve. You know. I hate yeah. saying Philip Phillips. Or Isn't that his name though? 
Poor no. guy. <laughs> no, change it. Philip. Is it Philip? That's his name, Ryan. You can't make up fun of a man for his name. He didn't choose it. He didn't choose it. He wasn't conscious of it. But he can change it. He could. He, he has, has that right. power. Everybody right. has that right. Philip Phillips. If you want to be an artist, change yeah. it. Dude. Yeah. yeah, just change it. Yeah. What's your? I'm sure somewhere. I'm thinking about a name change during this podcast. I'm sure at some point in his life, some. Producer man was like, "I love it. Don't change it. Yeah. You're Philip Phillips." Yes, and he's like, it's so "I'm memorable. Who are you, yeah. Philip twice? Phillips. <laughs> I'm Philip again." Yeah. So I'm not trying to get you guys to shit on things. I shouldn't do that. Yeah. Be a, I should be a better host. Yeah, that's, that's not what I'm if about. If we open for Philip Phillips, we I'm love sure Philip. Yeah, we love. <laughs> You know what? The first I, I, Give changed, us a call. I changed my answer. I would take you guys to a Philip Phillips right. concert. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. Uh, Beat you to it. Right. <laughs> I think it is cool, though, that you guys have a name that you actually like, though. Oh, I because, love it. Yeah. Like Green Day, I remember reading an article from them back in the day. They hate their own band name. Oh, you know? really? Such a shame. That's, uh, yeah. yeah. It's like hating your job. You're going to spend so Ooh. much. I'm sorry. What's I brought up a Maybe that's why they're so <laughs> angry. <laughs> they're not that angry yeah. anymore. Not, they're right. more. They're I sad. I'm like a I, I like yeah, Green Day for Dookie and like Dookie, Dookie only. Yeah, I thought American Idiot was, was really good. How old uh, are I you guys? Like that one. I'm 25. I feel like I'm 26. I'm also 26. Okay, so like I'm way old. older. I'm 28 now. Super super old. Super old. Hey, wow. I, I hang out with old people. It's He's cool. in an old man band. Yeah. <laughs> I hang out with young people, band. and they think I'm their, the same age because I have a baby face. Oh, it's it, it works out in my favor. <laughs> when I'm 40, people think I'm, I don't know. I don't even know, but it it, it it never makes me feel bad for people to think I'm young. You know what I mean? Sure. Especially because yeah, I act like an idiot a lot of the times. So I just yeah. fuck around all the time. Yeah. Good but, for you. Yeah, yeah, dude. Keep life on. life rips. But uh, so Green Day. American Idiot, that's what I was going to say. Like, it came out when I was in eighth grade, and that was probably the last Green Day thing that I thought was good. Mm-hmm. But I was I obsessed with it. I would have been would 12, agree. and I remember the music video for American Idiot. Yeah. That was something. Man, music videos. Whatever happened to those? Do people still make them? T- yeah. Do people still make them? Yeah. And it's all on the YouTubes now? Yeah, it's I just got YouTubes. off the internet. I feel like it's actually okay, a good it. promotional thing to do a video because people... I find the casual listeners are more likely to latch on to something and hear it if there's images attached right. to it. Right. Yeah. Sure. It's all visual input. All Absolutely. Senses. All yeah. Yeah. Senses. That's the, kind of the underlying part of all the social media, too. So, yeah. It's the, algorithm. the algorithm. The algorithms. And the, uh, I was thinking, like, I remember first time I ever heard the White Stripes was on yeah. MTV. Yeah. It was an Icky Thump music video. During the summer, I used to stay up way late because I was a bad kid. <laughs> and I'd watch music videos on MTV. I'll never forget Rough. that video. It's so good. Mm-hmm. That song, yeah. so I loved the White Stripes. But like when I was learning guitar, that was one of the bands that I would like sit around trying to write tabs to the songs and mm-hmm. things. Yeah. I'm curious, like for you guys, what were some of like the bands that first kind of inspired you to want to play music if you can even remember is that i could talk about that shit for days man At i love i love the music and the history of music that we have like you know since recorded music since music has been recorded there's this an unbelievable unbelievably deep library of music yeah. that's there to discover mm-hmm. and it's insane just even last week, you know, my dad's an old rock and roll guy. 
and he all, he tells me about these old guys that you know were playing rock and roll in the seventies that you know didn't turn into Ted Nugent, right? Well, I mean that's good, good in different ways. <laughs> right. I'm not <laughs> Uncle Ted. Yeah, Uncle Ted. That's weird. <laughs> I have one, quick tangent. I have one uncle that knows I play guitar, but every time I see him, he just tells me, "You, you learn stranglehold." Oh my god! <laughs> Cat scratch fever. Yeah, some of the grossest. I, I don't ever want to back to it. Uh, yeah. yeah. So so <laughs> so we talk about these these guys that you just weren't on the radio, and there's this guy. His right. name is Rory Gallagher. He's like the what most prolific guitar player. That I've seen. I saw him last week. I learned about him because I saw his guitar. It was super worn out Strat that it was like his only guitar his whole life. Wow. Uh, he grew up in Ireland in a bad time when b- bad things were going on after World War II and the IRA yeah. and crap. But anyways, uh, there's also the history part of it. Like people, the musicians themselves, there's a history to them. Mm-hmm. It takes like the history of the music to an even deeper level. Yeah. But um the so the old music is what got me started i when i was 13 i'm sorry i kind of went off about like beatles old or uh the the doors the oh, doors yeah. i remember yes dude i don't i couldn't say what song it was but this was back when there was limewire and yeah. you had to download oh, yeah. Illegally download songs all the time. uh individually oh yeah and you never know exactly what you're gonna get either right (laughs) you download it you play it and you're like this is the doors it sounds way different (laughs) than this other song is it is this in english but limewire says (laughs) kazaa what was the one with the bear bear share bear share i've never heard of didn't use that use youtube to mb3.com a lot though that's still pirate everything oops (laughs) (laughs) that's an edit I read Ableton. Come at me, Ableton. <laughs> Ooh, come at me, Ableton. <laughs> Actually, you know Wait, what? No, I bought it, so I think I can talk about it. Also, come at me, Ableton. We got beef with Ableton. Oh, yeah. That's Wait, right. no, it's not Ableton. We don't use Ableton. It's Logic. Is it? It's just that's the Apple. Stupid Mac. Oh, Sorry, okay. Ableton. I retract my statement. Well, I mean, please don't come at me. It's not as friendly of an interface as I thought it would be. But Ableton's Logic, great. I'll teach you. Please. <laughs> Well, it's just the update. It's like they update the iOS, but then they we're talking about bands. We'll get into interfaces like said, later. Uh, yeah, tangents are the, the lifeblood of the podcast. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh my God, I will. The, the host is ADHD. You want so. tangents? We've got them. We've, We've got, got them. We've got Old them. music. The doors. So it's the doors. Thirteen. I find out about the doors. Thank you, LimeWire. Um, if you're still out there. And uh, I actually ended up going to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame summer between like eighth and ninth grade in Cleveland, Ohio. Um, It was a very barren place when I went. It was quite. That's something else. It it was something else. And just being a kid, and it was right around the time when, you know. Everybody left the Midwest because there weren't any jobs and people lost their lives. But uh, uh, are you saying like it was around the like when the doors were around? No, no, no. I'm sorry. When I went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, oh, okay, right? talking okay. about Cleveland, it was just oh, a I, I got you, I got you. Yeah. So go to Cleveland and just you know you get into the history part of it, and, and you know you see artifacts of a time when. People yeah. were making music with electricity and, you know, I was 13 years old and watch videos uh, of Jimi Hendrix and 
and all of them. The context matters a lot. So, like, I whenever I hear people say like the Beatles are overrated or something, like, dude, it's because you're comparing it to music that has come out fifty years later. Like, <laughs> yeah, think about what they were doing. Oh the, yeah, the context the time, of yeah. what else existed. Yeah. Also, there I would more say objectionable. Objection. Objectively, objectively, they are not overrated because no. something that I, comes to to my mind time to time is okay. There's a lot of music being made right now, right? Mm-hmm. People everywhere, all over, making Boom music, it. recording it, and putting it out. Um, while it wasn't at the same scale back when the Beatles were going on, just there was a shit ton of music being made. Sure, you know, yeah, singles getting pressed, going to disc jockeys to be mm-hmm. played for you know five dollars or whatever, and uh. Th- so much of that music nobody knows about now or like it's just tucked away in a catalog mm-hmm. while the Beatles right. have in, endured the way True. that they have. I think like if you took the songs that the Beatles wrote or, you know, band from, if you took the songs themselves and then recorded them today and didn't change anything, you just, except for the technology and like the quality that we're capable of producing with, yeah. took the same exact songs, recorded them out, they would still be amazing. They'd be even better they'd be on par with shit that's right now because the structures are good the lyrics are good yeah you know the musicianship is good yes the beach boys pet sounds is another one that's fucking amazing all i i love there's just about nothing that was recorded before except disco nothing recorded (laughs) bring it back nothing recorded before 1980 like there's there's nothing bad that i could think to say about any any of it yeah I mean, yes well, you know the prog stuff and uh the I'm, I'm a huge blues blues head i love the blues it's i learned how to play guitar playing the blues uh, yeah just follow the dots <laughs> or just uh i i learned from listening because oh, the okay. it's you you learn about oh well jimmy hendrix plays guitar how did jimmy hendrix learn how to play guitar Oh, well, he put on uh, an Albert King record and just sat uh, there with his guitar and played, found the notes on the guitar that Albert King played and then played those notes. Yeah. And uh, so I did the same thing. You have the ear for it? Like, you you able to just, like, kind of hear it and then figure out where it is? The with Well, with guitars, I would say compared to other instruments, it's pretty easy because, you know, you just can slide into True. the note. Yeah. You know, as long as you can match the pitch, you slide into it. And A lot of people have trouble with that, though. Yeah, matching the pitch. More yeah, than, more than you would think. That's yeah. that's like it's kind of something that like even when I first picked up a guitar, before I ever picked up a guitar, I could do that. Like you can just tell by like if you hear something being sung and if you can match that note, even if it's like yeah, yeah. you know warbly and out out of off key. If you can hit the right note, that's kind of like a good sign. Some people just can't do that; their brain just works differently. Yeah, which is odd. I had to think about. Sucks with you then. Well, dude, I like. It kind of like there's a trade-off though because I have friends that don't have the same type of like ear like pitch matching ability that I do, but then they can see things analytically a lot better and like can understand the theory behind things a lot better. So they know more about music than I do, even if I can hear it differently. You yeah, know what I mean, yeah, there's strengths and weaknesses within the world of music. There's plenty of that. Theory, something else. Kayla, Kayla is. Um, a whiz. Yeah. I am nowhere near a whiz. I mean, <laughs> I think I mean, we all my, understand it. We all have we our all, own areas. Yeah. yeah. It's it's the 
for me it it, it kind of like came as a as a byproduct of playing with people yeah mine came from a byproduct of dr humiston yelling at me every day <laughs> he would hand back my theory homework in college f f d <laughs> Why don't you know your theory? And I was like, Dr. Humiston. No, I definitely struggled through my theory in college. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I don't scars. Yeah. I'm definitely someone that's been, I've been put in a lot of boxes through my life as um, a music, as a musician, I guess, as a music making human, whatever. Like, I guess just pretty much from the moment that I, before I could even talk, I was singing. Like, I've always been somebody that, Honestly, that's such a silly thing to say, but I'm, I've always been singing and then throughout my life as I pursued music, went to college um, and studied voice at Western Michigan Mu University oh, and nice. was a music therapy major and stuff and like going through all that, just being put in boxes and constantly being told like, your voice isn't good enough for what you're trying to do. You're never gonna, you're just not a, you're not good at what you're doing. You should give up. You should, you should be a psychology major, things like that. You know, and so when you hear things like that, it's That's really- brutal. People actually said that shit? Who says go be a psych major? Isn't that like I mean, I would have, I would have gladly been a psych dog. major. I mean, but <laughs> yeah, no, so there's definitely been- Odd constructive criticism. Right, I know. <laughs> Quit. Yeah, but definitely just plenty of people saying you're not, you're, you know, just trying to be nice to me, like, hey, I see that you're trying, but you're just, you're not gonna, you're not gonna make, you're not gonna make it. You shouldn't, you shouldn't be pursuing music. Just speaks to them. Absolutely, not yeah. Getting it. And I've all. since, um, you know, let go of that hot coal, <clears throat> you know, uh, Dr. <laughs> Pruitt. But, um, <laughs> and, and kind of, it was such a blessing when I, when I stumbled upon these two, because I think, you know, it, I've had my share of writing my own music and, you know, as I've learned different instruments over the years, trying to find my sound and stuff and um, never really felt super happy or comfortable with, you know, putting out original stuff, um, probably partially because of all the harsh criticism and also I'm sure a lot of people that are classically trained would tell you that we're not taught to improvise first. We're taught theory first and that you have to be within boxes and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, fuck boxes. Fuck, fuck boxes. Box. Actually, I'm no was, cat. Except that drum box. If it wasn't I'm for, no cat. for boxes, I wouldn't be able to play guitar. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So I feel of like. the boxes <laughs> on guitar. <laughs> I don't even oh, know. Oh, I get it. <laughs> I'm like, guitars come in boxes? Right, I know. That's what I thought you were saying. I was like, I'm going to glaze over that. Zachary made a weird yeah, joke, but no, I, I got you. I got you. It's the shapes. It's the shapes. They're no, boxes. Shapes, yeah, shapes are super important. Yeah, I love the shapes. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho. I feel like, I mean, I just use this as justification to not learn music theory now. Mm -hmm. So putting that on the table. But <laughs> I, I feel like if I knew more of it, I might. It might make me less creative, I guess, because I've gone so long not knowing it and that being my thing that <laughs> yeah. if like, I don't know, I like see I said, I'm probably sides. wrong. I see both I sides. See both sides. It, it's totally yeah. one of those things. If you're taught by someone that's similar to like some of the theory teachers I've had in my life that teach you like no parallel fifths, no, your voicing has to look like this. These are the rules that we have to follow. <sighs> that definitely boxes you. But yeah. then once you get to like 
Theory four, they teach you that like serialism is a thing and you can pick whatever the fuck you want and it's beautiful. Have you heard Bebop? Yeah, yeah. I know. And there's just like all these, you know, and then you kind of push past some of those boxes and you learn what rules you can break and what rules really are helpful sometimes yeah. to stick to. So it totally goes both ways. But I'm a huge believer in if you're passing on any musical knowledge to anyone you should be teaching improvisation you should be teaching mm -hmm. you know you should and of course you should be teaching blues and then you know later you can be teaching the theory and stuff like that but you should be teaching just like play your music find your voice yeah, yeah. find your voice and see where that takes you and then we can clean up some things later yeah. when i so i was uh when i was still living down here in dearborn i was a i was a drum teacher and I would like I would always have my students come in and say, "What's your what's your style? Like, what's your music? What do you want to play?" And you know, the first lesson would just be like, "Okay, show me what you can do." The next lesson would be, "Come on in, bring a song that you want me to hear." Right? We'll plug it in MP3, try and play to it, and from there it would just be, "Let's that's great what you're doing. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what you're doing." And I'm going to show you how you can learn and just expand on yeah. that. Like, this is what you're doing, and this is what what musicians would see it as what you're doing and how how we can help you fine-tune it and that's the way to do it yeah i think that's the best way to do it you're yeah. you're engaging with their interests you're not putting someone in a box you're, yeah you're you're op you're letting them just open the box right away just and just off the mask and run tape. around boxes like a motherfucker you know? <laughs> no boxes I, in yeah. the attic like i don't know no, I think that that makes for. I'm gonna pause real quick so I can use the bathroom and then we can refill these waters if you yeah, guys want. Sure. Uh, I, I just watched. Do 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 do. Well, that's not gonna be helpful. That's never helpful. Sing again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was okay. Yeah. Uh, listen to. Um, yeah, I thought it was bad, bad, not good at first. Talk I remember I I texted Ryan. I was like, dude, I just found like the uh, what I call it. At first, I thought it had, like, a Middle Eastern tinge to it, because he does, like, uh, I don't know. He does things you would micro, a sitar. microtonal things. Say it was like a sitar or some shit? Like some, there's some nerdery involved, if you want to get in-depth with it. There, yeah. I guess they're as a, I guess as a guitar player, yeah. I really like that band. I like, yeah. oh, we're talking Krungman, by the way. I started recording. Oh, uh, hello yeah, yeah, yeah. the argument... Quote, it's a vibe, unquote. Um, <laughs> it's a vibe. I think that's the only one that I really believe can, in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I cannot accept for that. Um, there may be some nerdery involved, but I mean, on the surface level, their music, um, just there's just nothing there, is what I. Well, yeah, but no, I mean, you make a good argument to, to contrast that, because I mean, you just talked about what is, you know, there being the surface, but I mean, where are the fuck are the hooks? Where are, are they having fun? Like that's the, that's one is, thing. Like watching like a live video of them. Game and why do they exist? And why does Dude, this music exist? Where are the hooks? Like what? They're harmless. Song. Uh, where there's no diversity. It uh, is important to look like you're having fun. I believe it is. That's yeah. always and a challenge. Have fun. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I don't. I, I, don't I mostly get just it. take the stance as. Sorry, I'll, I'll, no, you're fine, I'll dude. This. I mostly <laughs> just take the stance as like just a contrarian or just like a troll sure. thing because they're just like an easy target. I mean, like, like, like bands that hipsters love that I. You know, if I can think they're shit, then, like, I will, because it's just fun. Like, if they weren't so popular, you wouldn't care as much. Exactly. It, it wouldn't be worth, yeah. you know. Then it sounds fun for the yeah. trolls. And the aesthetic yeah. just, right, right. you know, the cherry on top. Are they, like, hitting it big? I'm yeah. not sure. In the hipster, like, in the pitchfork people? Connected yeah. Yeah. Well, I did see them at Audio Tree Music Festival. Yeah, they're playing a couple festivals. I know. Yeah, they I know. play with fish. <laughs> they <laughs> they one toured too. rigorously in 
Places that most white people don't go. Yeah, that's why they look so tired. They're just constantly touring. That and I'm pretty sure they're kind of, kind of on the Hold side? dusty side of life. Oh, <laughs> the dusty <laughs> side of life. <laughs> they certainly like to portray themselves. As like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure if it's legitimate. That's their appeal. Two of them do have the same haircut. Dusty. I didn't notice they're that. Wigs. They're wigs. Oh, they're wigs? That's why okay. I said we're going to make a wig for Zachary. Oh. I'm, I'm, bin lore. I'm newly, I'm, I'm newly shaved. Yeah. For new those look. that can't see me, I don't have hair. On the top of my head. On the top of my we'll head. We'll get a close up. I have another. I got married got and married. lost all my hair. Yeah. That quickly, no. huh? No. Well, uh, <laughs> your, your wife, Katie's your. Yeah, she's my barber. She's your barber. That's fucking yeah. nice. Sure so is. Don't have to pay married, for those. I do yeah. get paid, or I do pay for my my beard care. That's important. Because I've tried that before on my own. Yeah. And it just always there. Always something goes wrong. You just rub some sap in it, right? What? No. When something goes wrong, you have to like cut it all off and start over. Really? And for I, a like beard, what goes man, wrong? Like it gets tangly or some shit. No, you you make the cut <laughs> wrong. Oh, oh yeah, I can see that. Well, I couldn't because I never had a beard. <laughs> Baby face, I like yeah, I like, like your 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 bald head. Yeah. It's grown I, on me. I'm yeah, yeah, that's, it's Katie definitely made it very me. smart. To see. Have you found it to be good luck bringing it all, like touching it, or? Oh, I, I never touch it. I never touch it. I, I do the. It's uncomfortable. What is this? What is this? What is this motion? I don't know. It's like uh, the caress. jellyfish. Jelly. Yeah, <laughs> I like jellyfish hand the back of his head sometimes. Yeah, like it's a little good. ghost. Yeah. Keep track of what happens to you right after you do that. Uh, I, okay. Usually, last time good luck and edit it out. Was it before, the sanctuary? Money, but... it, yeah, was it before it. the sanctuary? Because we couldn't it stay in before, fucking tune. So uh, it's bad luck. Instruments oh. suck sometimes. Yeah. So we'll quickly, I'll divert back to like a real thing to talk about. And I'm not going to edit that out because I don't edit shit out. Thank you, Brian. No, it's perfect. I want to have that. You're welcome. Do what you want to do. Yeah. But Ooh. I want to talk rigs, if I may. Talk it. So this man rigs. will love to talk it. Rigs the, like gear. Yeah, dude. Nice. Not, not like <laughs> I'll go last. <laughs> like, uh, well, yeah, you should go last. Kayla, should I, can I go first? Because I'll, I'll be the shortest. First. I'll tell you. I'll oh. tell you oh, mine. Yeah, yeah, Because I love that. nerding out about this shit. Cool. Because my band was a, a two piece, and now it's a four. You know, we haven't played with four people. It's uh, going. There's four people in it, but it was just me and the drummer. Yeah. And the full lineup is me. Drummer, acoustic guitar, and bass. Mm -hmm. But I play a lot of effects. Like, I love effects. So I have one amp that, like, I have an AB splitter, ABY or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I run. Morally? Uh, no, it's a radial. It's a radial okay. bones. It I has love like. Radial. Yeah, it has like a built in phase reversal and like a ground lifter, mm -hmm. which is layman's for it makes the buzz go away. <laughs> um, because that's how I understand it. But <laughs> I run all the pedals, this big-ass pedal board. I run them all through my Fender just uh, as, like, the wet amp. And then I have one chord going straight into, like, a uh, orange micro-terror, which Ooh. is in a Bad Cat uh, amp enclosure. That's, so like, really weird, like, dual thing. But I feel like that, I can do a lot of stuff that makes it sound like there's two guitars playing. Sure. Oh. And that kind of, like, the Pitchfork pedal is, like, the craziest thing, do you know what that is? I don't think so. So it's like, it's an octave pedal, but it's also a pitch shifter. So like you can set it to like minor fifth, minor third, like oh. major seven. You know what I mean? You can set it to all these different things. Okay. And so I have that 100% wet going to one amp. And so if I'm playing that pedal on and both amps are on, like one amp is getting the clean guitar signal and then one amp is getting like a perfect harmony. Yeah, the harmony of it. Yeah. So you can do shit like that and it sounds like another guitar. Yeah, that changes writing even yeah that's pretty neat 
Yeah, so uh, just like things to consider for like bands like with you know fewer members, you can always do more with the electronics with sure. like the actual setup to fill out the sound. Yeah. What kind of Fender do you have? The amp? Yeah. Uh, it's a Blues Deluxe reissue, but it's modded. Blues Deluxe is the, the Tweed, the, the 1x12. 1x12? Yeah. I'm a huge Fender fanboy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but. Oh, me? The rigs. Yeah. Can Kayla talk about Yeah, 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 yeah. We got My, mine is class. incredibly important and it's highly sophisticated. And, um, well, I feel like it's also important to preface this that it's not that I don't care, it's that I'm not a bass player. She's getting there. Yeah. Um, so there's a story for that. There is a story. I have, for I have that. it on video. You are a bass player. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At least part time. I'm learning. Video yeah. Proof. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, I learned all these things in music school. I can play whatever. And so I'm like, I'll give it a try because I had been playing. We we had a bass player. Yeah. And we lost a bass player. And then we had a bass player. A bass and then player. We, yeah. They didn't die. They, they're still alive. Are so, you yeah. sure? No. Yeah. They're, they're alive and Mysterious. well. They just have other projects. Blessings to them. I uh, gotcha. May the Lord kiss their feet. I don't know. <laughs> and then um, we were like, you know, we kind of like being a three piece. Was that weird? Yeah, that was weird. Well, Edit it out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 Did you hear how maniacal that was? Yeah. <laughs> not going to edit it out. Not going to edit it out. And, um, and then I was playing key bass for a couple of months. Yeah, because I love key the bass. Doors. I love. I it's love like a the guitar, doors. but bass. No, it's, it's just, a keyboard bass. Yeah, we yeah. use like a small, just a small that you can. Yeah, with... you can alternate your octaves. Oh, yeah, yeah. it worked. Um, it but it didn't. You have to like work. show me this when we're done. Yeah, it, it worked, but it didn't. It didn't. It yeah. we used it with main stage. Yeah, was... but nothing... we liked being a three piece. MIDI controller. And I remember one day we sat. We went to. Green Dot Stables. You remember that night we went and had the kimchi slider? It was yep. delicious. Yeah. Sure do we went and it was after we had gotten the news that our bass player was just like, he had too much on his plate and he wasn't mm. going to be able to stay. And we were all really like hurt and kind of, you know, feeling sort of bummed. Great, great bass player. Yeah. He, yeah. He's an incredible yeah. bass player and he has lots of great, you know, he's doing lots of great things. It's definitely, you know, He's it's doing his it. right path. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. He's keeping his best interests in mind. And, it's good um, when you can have like a clean... Kind of, yeah. yeah like oh yeah. Great guy. Yeah. Um, and so we went and we're having some sliders and fries and drinks. And you know, I remember us just being like, I think we like just the three of us. Like, um, it was kind of one of those like things. Like, does it every, everyone else kind of feel this yeah. way? And we were all like, Yeah, yeah we we kind of feel that way too. <laughs> we were like, We feel this way. We feel this way. So, um, yeah. So anyway, that all to say, we were like, Okay, we got to figure out a way for Kayla to play bass somehow and i'm like well i've because you know it's hardly... just bass right yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like don't try this at home kids it's like four strings like yeah and I, mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I mean i play guitar you know i i and yes and, and in the world of music therapy you have to be able to pick up any instrument whatever so i'm like i can totally do this anyway i mean so it's we bass, tried, so yeah you can yeah tried key bass didn't really feel it so then in november we decided to switch over to actual bass guitar. So I've been playing bass guitar since November. Okay. <laughs> um, and in that time then, um, we got a, a beautiful, beautiful <laughs> rig from... Zach's dad. Yeah. From my stepdad's dad. Yeah, from Zachary's stepdad. It's a, a trainer... Ooh. Say it with me, Kayla. Trainer, trainer YBA3. And it's wow. um, it's an old it, Canadian. It weighs, Trainers are good. It weighs like 
9,500 pounds and probably 75% of that is dust. And it's it's yeah, it's covered in camo, yep. camouflage fabric. <laughs> Got it from that's my stepdad. Yeah. And it's almost as tall as I am. It's, really? Wow. Yeah, so it's, it's the, fucking the, big, man. Good job, Kayla. That's hilarious. You killed it. Yeah, it's so big. Wait, tell them about... Hold on, before you tell them about the guitar. The It's got a 2 by 15 yeah, cabinet. Yeah. Damn. It's, it's <laughs> necessary. It's a huge... <laughs> so necessary. Imagine heavy, getting that up into the attic. We oh, did. Wow, yeah. I was on the bottom of that motherfucker. Yeah, we, we, haven't, oh. we haven't taken it out since. <laughs> yeah, man. Every time that we go out. has not gone to a show with us. <laughs> no, Every time we go out. Can we borrow a bass amp? Oh, okay. Yeah. I was going to say that. But, lugging that thing around would be horrible. It's not fun. Yes. But it, it's got a really cool sound. It, it kind of talks to us sometimes in like a scary That's sort of. That's a weird thing to sort say. Of, sort of, of like an exorcism type of way. A little. It's comforting sometimes. Yeah, it's a ghost. Yeah, there's it's a ghost. Separate. I did ask if it was haunted, the yeah, attic. The there's attic. a ghost there's, in the yeah. attic. There is. Yeah. Is there really? Yeah, yeah, I have this uh, awesome chandelier that Beautiful. I bought. Like multicolored glass. It works glass. perfectly fine. And of course, I could blame it on the bass drum and the bass guitar. Just the loudness of everything, why it flickers. But this fucking thing will just flicker, man. It like when we're Nothing there, else flickers but right. the ghost chandelier. It goes That's crazy. Ghost chandelier. Spooky. And then anyway, some, but that dramatic. and the base rig has some type of spirit living in it. Probably. Yeah. The rig itself, you feel, has a, has a spirit. It's a yeah. yeah. Actually, it's only... Well, no, it's been happening. That. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just yeah. say that thing doesn't. I'm gonna timestamp this part like, of the podcast. Camo ghosts. Just to, for to hear about yeah. ghosts. It's <laughs> right? five minutes. It's covered in camouflage. Yeah, it's. it's How do you find it? it? We, we, we have a super hard time finding it. Yeah, like it's. It's, it's not that bad. So, <laughs> it's like I'll that, it's not like camouflage. Like you're probably thinking, it's more like it's green and black, and there are leaves on it. <laughs> It's like it's realist, really bad. realistic really bad so, I'll send you a picture. So it's, yeah, it's, it's, awesome. it's on our Instagram. Yeah. Is it so real? so that's that's my setup. That fits the aesthetic. Yeah. The right? And then the base. What's and the squared? Oh, you have the Jaguar. Jaguar. I have yeah, the same base, but it's just black. Yeah. It's not sunburst. Plugged right. Yeah, it's a plugged right into the amp. Plugged right in. Nothing fancy. And then I just do my thing. And it's funny after the first show where I played bass, this someone you know they, um, that I know was like, you know, you kind of play bass like a guitar player, and I was like, well, okay, yeah. So I'm learning. It's been a fun process. Is that even a compliment? Like if you think about it, like I definitely play bass weirdly. I'll be the first to admit to that. But yeah, because like I, whenever I play bass, I play it like a guitar player because mm -hmm. I just strum the, the it. Pick. Yeah, okay. and well, basically and that means I can't pick, play bass but, properly. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. You're probably better than me. Yeah, I can't fucking... To, to think about like using your fingers like that, dude, it's just like, what? When I finger pick guitar, I use two fingers. You know sure. what I mean? I do everything yeah. wrong. Yeah. But that's, that's, the, that's, that's the part of music. Of music. Yes. Finding it's, your style. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Gear. So that's my setup. So one, Ryan's uh, got a drum set. He plays drums. I play uh, drums. Yes. The acoustic drums. The acoustic drums. And the I don't have electric drums yet because they're stupid expensive and I don't want to fuck with all the software. Um, I play on a uh, Gretsch Mahogany Club Jazz kit. Um, I use a smaller bass drum. It's very pretty. It's very okay. pretty. It's like a classic pearl wrap. Nice. Yeah, it's super. It's super cool. I only use an 18 inch kick drum. Um, I was a little hesitant at first when I bought it. Um, but I ended up, you know, tweaking it to a way that delivers the punch of um, a punch of a 22, but I think the tonality mm -hmm. of an 18. So, like, Zach and I together were both very tonal 
Yeah. I think all of us together, like we're, we're, our songs are based off of like the tones together. Yeah. Like, yeah I can't yeah. go to a show right. and play somebody else's drum set because yeah. it's not tuned. Yeah. For our music. Um, I like so the that bass drum. Thought. Yeah. The bass drum is very much important right now. I would still love like a 22 or even a 24 for like maybe bigger moments. But when it comes to total tonality, the bass drum is, is perfect the way it if is. You can make it work too. It's way more portable. It's, oh, it is so portable. That's an understatement. Yeah, yeah. I used to have this old, uh, when I was starting off, like an Orange County 22 oh, by damn. 24. OCDPD. OCDPD. El Diablo. El Diablo. Oh, man. Yeah, was six named it? Yeah, I had, we had a Sweet. big old floor tom yeah, that we called El Diablo time. just because it's it You named the tom El Diablo. It's <laughs> you from the depths of hell, man. <laughs> That's hilarious. I think I would. I wouldn't mind one of those things. But I'm waiting to see a band bring a timpani on stage. Ooh, just wait. Ooh. It'll be me. <laughs> give me. Give me five Might minutes. I need to tune God, I I play four piece. I probably will until the day I die. Um, I guess going backtracking a little bit into what inspired me to play as well, because this will also answer. Yeah, yeah. Why? Um, I'm very big. Starting off, I was very big on like hardcore, maybe or maybe grunge, post like balance and composure, mm-hmm. uh, title fight. Like those are those are my babies, and then I, I grew into believe it or not, jazz and hip hop. Hmm. Um, so like a tribe called Quest is probably one of my favorite groups of all time. Oh um, word, yeah. So they they inspired me to like learn a little more jazz theory and just like rhythm in general, and also being a pocket drummer. Like the way that I play is yeah. really in the pocket, and most of my intricate rhythms are in my ghost notes. Yeah, that's. I, I don't cool want to be flashy because I'm not. I'm not a featured member of our band. I'm. I am just you're, like you're united. taking up your niche, right? I think um, that's cool. Like I really like that style of drumming when, like, when you do have the little uh, flashes or whatever. It's right. It's it's They're it's calculated. Yeah, and it yeah, shimmers yeah, yeah. more. Yes. Yeah. 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 So that's like my style of playing purposeful. and what inspires me to play and inspires the kit that I play. It's it's simple and if I could do more with these simple things, I will. And that's yeah. that's in my opinion that's going to make me a better musician now and as I as I go on. Yeah. Um so just a 14-inch snare. I'm still trying to find my perfect snare. I'll probably buy a new one. Right now it's still the Gretsch mahogany and I thought he plays the two snares. I sometimes have done that, like for, like if I I play for another like a rapper, like I'm a, oh, a hip hop drummer. That'll be group. fun. So like I'll use like a a piccolo snare, you know, something even as yeah. a main, and then I'll use the mahogany on my right for just like big, bigger sounds, you know. Um, twelve inch floor tom. I'm sorry, 12 inch rack tom, 14 inch floor. Do you tom, play rack tom, like you have the the tom like sitting almost flat? No, um, I I have done that. It angles a little bit. Like um, inspiration, I guess drummer would be Benny Greb. Benny Greb is a he's an independent German uh, percussionist, um, and he plays it entirely flat. Like the, yeah. the rack tom is that what you're talking about or the snare? Yeah, the the rack tom. Yeah, he plays it completely flat. I tilt it a little bit. Because I understand the relevance, like when it comes to technique. In the really, tone all also. you have to do is move up and you're still using your wrist. Yeah. Right? Like you shouldn't be, your arm is only meant to guide you into a direction when really it's it's about your wrist. And when you have it flat, that's, that's. Uh, I don't know. I'm not, maybe I'm not there yet, but. Yeah. I mean, I'm um, definitely not there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm very I've... much all wrist and arms are just like fortissimo. 
Yeah. You know, if I really need to get that loud. But, Do you like, as someone who knows how to play drums and guitar, like every time I try to play drums, it's the thing, the major roadblock that discourages me from trying to learn more is the whole doing two rhythms at once with different limbs is that something that just is, yeah. it comes naturally to you or did you have to like really work to be able to i don't do think that? there's it's hard to say that natural talent exists i think it's just practice yeah In that way definitely yeah. yeah i definitely i wasn't there before and now like my biggest so one of the biggest things to practice is my right hand is obviously my strongest hand and focusing on having my left hand be as strong as my right hand uh, and then going more with that, my left foot be as strong as my right hand, my right foot be as strong as my right hand. It's such a yeah, catch-22 because it's like you you have to be processing so much in your brain but also not feel like you're thinking because if you right. feel like you're actively thinking, you're going to fuck up. Yeah. So, like, what I do to help with that is, like, I'll obviously my strongest limb is my right. So, I'll just – I'll make that do the simplest thing possible, like a quarter mm. note. And then my right foot, I'll do quarter note triplets or 30 second notes, you know, depending on the, yeah. the tempo. Um, yeah, it's definitely a challenge, but I practice it and I'm getting better at it. One day, one day, that's yeah. like, if I ever become like a professional, I, I need to speak it into existence. One day, when I'm a professional that's musician, yes. yeah, I mean, it'll, abundance you know. will come right. to you. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but like, that would be something that I would would use my spare time is learning other instruments yeah you know and drums like, are it's yeah it's all of your limbs drums and keys would be fucking great yeah piano mm -hmm. you know and actually piano and percussion go hand in hand in my opinion well piano, piano like, is percussion in my opinion yeah, yeah like that's how i see it and i take my theory and yeah. i apply it there but like my, my rhythm is my obviously my driving yeah into it if you look at ben folds like ben folds was a drummer before he was a piano player i'm pretty sure yeah. and then like he he like broke his leg or something in college right before he had like a playing test and on drums and then he taught himself piano but you can hear the percussion in the way he plays like when, I, when you see ben fold solo like yeah. his left hand is so like percussive yeah it, a lot more than yeah, like, my, a, my left hand is so active it's that's that's my ghost yeah that's i'm jelly ghost. yeah sure. jelly um gear talk your talk finish finish uh four symbols total that includes hi-hat um gong if you're listening uh sign me please <laughs> i have one minor right now i have a, a 20 inch byzance traditional sand ride oh that boy is gravy it is so good that's my favorite symbol of all time uh, i play on a zildjian sweet ride as well yeah so that's a nice one it's almost too shimmery for me where like now my sound is like a little more jazzy um membranophones like the, the actual drums themselves yeah more jazzy there and then the cymbals i want it to be a little darker and dry as well so i want minor cymbals that kind of makes sense because you guys are a little bit more toned down yeah so i want i want minor 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 Minel, minel. I have their stick bag too. Tag them. So if they're tag listening, the I'm gonna tag the shit. Many <laughs> um, grab plays mine. That's why I got that ride. Actually, I try to ask um, most bands this, but like you're, because I'm curious. Just like you know, your what the songwriting uh, process. Do you have like a sole songwriter, or do you guys all come up with ideas and work Ooh, on it together? Or like what? That's good. I feel like you need to talk. Or maybe you could talk about how it's evolved if it's changed. You know what I mean? Uh, Let the uh, man talk about his gear. Real hold quick. on, he needs. He's been he, itching. Oh yeah, yeah. He's yeah, been itching. Go for it. His, Literally, his, I think I forget to come back to that one because that's that's, no, that's also a very that's important next. question. That's yeah. yeah. Edit it. No, we're not gonna edit. Uh, Radio edit. 
My gear. So I play <laughs> Fender Stratocasters through Fender Amps. I'm a huge Fender fanboy. Um, from the... Uh, what are you doing? I'm whispering, whispering things at me. <laughs> whispering to me. There's uh, a difference. No Sorry. side conversation. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's uh, very much tied to both the product like from a musical standpoint and also an aesthetic standpoint and also a utility standpoint um fender they just the strat strat's my favorite guitar ever it's yeah. the most comfortable guitar i've ever put against my body it is the most glimmering shimmery deep rich guitar that i've ever played and um while i do have humbucker guitars i have a an lp copy that I use and I like it because you know you want to change it up sometimes. Yeah. Like if I ever if if I ever only had one guitar forever, it would be a Strat. Same. And with the humbucker and the bridge for me, but yeah. The um and then I've got pedals. Uh, I'm try to have a more of a Spartan approach to my gear, mostly because um I move my shit at least in and out mm. of my house two times a week. Yeah, and because of that, I tr- try to have a small footprint. I use uh, a tuner, and then a TS nine and a BD two blues driver. And I I break my my sound exists in three gain stages. There's just my amp sound, gotcha. which I use an attenuator with my amplifier, which sits between my amplifier and my speakers. Ah, uh, th- that's like something like where you can like make the amp like gainier but then like take the volume down, right. right yeah so fenders are one volume knob amps there's no master volume there's no gain knob it's all in this one knob and because of that and you know this pays to the simplicity and the beauty of their well, depending on the amp though right like the, depending on the fender amp though right? yeah well the like the what i would call the you know top line fenders yeah yeah, yeah. the it's and some of them Except the big ones, the twins, and I think the supers, they don't even have mid knobs. It's just bass and treble. Yeah. And um, so I have this attenuator that sits between my amp and my speaker and then allows me to crank my amp. So I my amp saturated, saturates, the voltage is kicking in my tubes. Yeah. And then it hits this box, hits my speaker, and it brings the sound down. Yeah. Um the, the volume, but at, I also use highly efficient speakers. I'm into 10 inch speakers. I prefer 10s over 12s. Hmm. And I use highly efficient speakers, 75 watts, warehouse guitar speakers. Excellent, excellent company. Yeah. Uh, so there's, I don't know, there's like a fine line of volume, kind of like I was talking about earlier. I've all, never, I went through a phase of loudness in my in my young oh, naive days. I had a hundred twenty watt we crate. Did, yeah, yeah. Sure, uh, I still got one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but since I've like grown super conscious conscious about um, my volume and like how that is impacting what's going on around me. Yeah. So I take great care and I teeter that line as much as I can between like being loud because it's fucking rock and roll music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but also still just you know, being a bit more, I don't even know what the, what, what exactly the word would be like more reserved, a bit more yeah. like classy about it. Yeah. Yeah. That makes don't sense. Don't blow your load. Yeah. Don't blow your no load. No load blowing. 
But so I uh, use that with uh, so gain stages. I have my amp on the on the cusp of overdrive. So when I'm really wailing on it, and quick disclosure, the um, uh, performance was um, not our typical. Yeah, I figured um, it'd be more stripped down. Yeah, sort of. the, we we do freak out. We like you know I've oh, always yeah. enjoyed types of heavy music. Yeah. And um, above all else, if there's one thing that I strive to be good at, it's being dynamic. Yeah. And so in order to be dynamic, you got to be able to get big. Yeah. Yeah. Big and small. And then Important. back small. Same. Um, Same philosophy. So um, I use gain stages to control my dynamic. I have my amp, um, which is on the cusp of overdrive. If I'm wailing on it, mm -hmm. it breaks up a little bit. And then I use another gain stage, my, my blues driver, which... Just puts a touch more yeah. overdrive on it, just yeah. to make it a little more gnarly. And then I have my TS9. Tube Screamer. Um, yeah. All all level, no gain. It's mm. just a pure like mid-boost okay. boost pedal. That's, a, that's an interesting way to go about it. And it that into the Blues Driver, and then that's my third. That's my big freak-out sound. Like, that's my gotcha. heavy distortion. And then I use an always-on Ibanez little mini... Um, Analog delay pedal. Okay. Um, always on just a slap back type thing. It's just to add space. It's one of the things that I do to, you know, oh, yeah. make things a bit wider. And then just a fucking load, biggest truck load of reverb you could ever dream of. See, like, I feel like you would have a really good results with like just a wet, a wet dry rig. I think I would too, but then that means two amps. Yeah. 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 You're but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah my cathedral. Yeah. I have a cathedral, an electroharmonics cathedral. It's a, oh, it was the so first cool. ever expensive pedal I ever bought. It was like yeah. two hundred twenty bucks. I was seventeen, washing dishes, and it's like I gotta have this fucking pedal. <laughs> yeah, that was sweet. It's gonna change everything. Yeah, this <laughs> is a pedal that's gonna make me famous, man. If I had to pick one pedal that would probably be responsible for that down the road, it'd be Old Blood Noise Black Found Delay. I'm not that very shit. hip on the boutique -y stuff. I'm a, I'm a huge... I love it. Yeah. I love it, yeah. I mean, I have, like, a good mix of... Like, I have a Holy Grail reverb. You know, I have, sure. like, a, a mix of uh, standard-type shit. Like, yeah. MXR carbon copy Main delay stream. I have. Yeah. Oh, I have a carbon copy. Yeah. Well, maybe. maybe. Might not compressor. Wait, it's compressor. It's such a good, just straightforward delay pedal. Yeah. Like, good analog delay. Like, no frills, really. It's just analog delay doing exactly what you want it to do. But... What was the question I asked before? Is gear talk? Oh, after. Oh, so reverb. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, into the amp. Boom. Oh wait, and you have a talk about that box, that DI thing, because that's cool. Okay, oh, so yeah, okay, yeah. so I talked a little bit about how we're relatively quiet when we play. Yeah. Um, big big secret to that, um, is that I have this thing. It's called. It's made by Rivera Amplification. Rivera. He's this. Mark Rivera was his name. Paul Rivera. He used to make Fender Paul amps Rivera. back in the in the seventies. He went off, and made his own company, and he ma they make this box that um, it's called a load box. So yeah, on ox box. Type on, shit. Yeah, 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 like an ox box. Yeah. Um, so I use that live and uh, feed my amp sound. So through all my pedals and my amp sound to front of house. Oh, stereoize it. And my amp, it also comes out of the speaker, but yeah. it's their 
basically it's there purely for me like that my amp essentially becomes my stage monitor yeah or my guitar and i don't have to mic up my amp you know there's, oh there's, they're gonna get a pure signal yeah they yeah. just get my my it's magical. di it's and magical. it's these tube amps these fender amps they you know people bitch about it how they don't have modern you know modern effects loop Okay, so we had a, a minor blip there, but you said people bitch about like Fender amps. People and that's where bitch it cut about off. Fender amps not having modern luxuries like direct outs or um, interchangeable homage, stuff like that that mm-hmm. you find on modern tube amps. Um, but this box that I have allows me to get one of those modern luxuries, but still get the simplicity in in the and the beauty of a, what is a Fender amp. Yeah. And it's, and yeah, it goes right to front of house. That's what the audience hears. They hear the amp. You know, there's not even like it's the speakers. Really, well, right. there's speaker emulation on it. It's not as sophisticated as like an Oxbox. Um, gotcha. Like it's not impulse responses or anything, but it's also a passive unit. It doesn't have to be powered. I just plug two speaker cables into it, and boom, I've got a DI box. For my yeah, and it, it kind of like you're kind of bypassing the the variable of like how good is the how the sound guy at micing the amp, like how yes. good is he going to be able to get that, it? There, there's you can kind of control that. Yeah, there's an art form to micing the amp, and sound guys fucking love it. Yeah, because that's do. a that's one input off their board. Yeah. they don't really have to worry about. They're yeah. going to set it, and then the and then it's good. Set it and forget it. Set it and forget it. And yeah. if you bypass the speakers. Yeah, right, if I wanted a, if to, you wanted to. That's just amazing. If I wanted to, it's also a load box, so I yeah. don't have. I can have it not come out of the speakers, but still come out of the box. Um, yeah. So, like, direct into an interface. We actually we rehearse. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Semi regularly. We go back and forth. We rehearse in mic'd up into an interface with headphones nice um and sounds beautiful it sounds wonderful and part of the secret to it sounding wonderful is the fact that my amp isn't making noise in the room right you don't deal with like lag issues no we did once but something weird there's yeah there there you can change bit rates and refresh rates and um, Largely, it's just beautiful. It works. Yeah, well. usually it works out well, and That's, also some of that latency stuff. It gets down to such such a minute scale that when you're in the moment, you know, you yeah. don't hear it. When you guys play live, do you use a click or do you just kind of? Ryan, Ryan is our click. Yeah, yeah. That's the way I like to do it. I wouldn't want to have a click, honestly. No, me neither. It's yeah. Ryan would wa- totally disagree. So let's talk <laughs> about this. Move before on. he gets in. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I just feel like. I mean, I, I write songs that have a lot of tempo changes too, but I just want it to feel like whatever feels natural in the moment. Yeah. Because I feel like if people are, if you're following a click and you're not super tight, it's really hard. It can be hard to recover when you mess yeah, up. Yeah, there's no ebb and flow to it. Yeah. Like, yeah. The yeah. click just is what it is. Yeah, it, it is what it is. There it is doesn't adapt ag- to you. There has been this agreement, though, that if we ever were to go on tour, <laughs> that uh, R- Ryan has made us agree that we would have a click. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. If we ever... <laughs> I'm not... Yeah, 100%. If we ever went on tour ahead in your monitors, I didn't have to lug my fucking amps all everywhere, <laughs> so I'd have two Fender Supers, then, yes... Right. I'll I'll wear a click drum in my ear. That's right. Or a click yes, track. Yes, you will. 
That's that's, right. that's the agreement. It is anyway. the agreement. I think. Oh, I mean, it's so important. So that box is super sweet. It's a big secret, I would say, to our sound. Um, live secrets sound. out. Secrets out. Secrets out. Go out and get oh, it. Man. Support. I didn't even tell them what it was called. So Don't tell them. You did. Don't tell them. No, I said who made it. It's a ghost. That's it. It's a secret. Maybe, oh. maybe the computer won't remember that I said it. Make them buy the wrong ones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Less competition. Less competition. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. No, it's actually, they're, they're like, Things like that that cost thirteen hundred dollars, or there's this one. I searched. <laughs> I searched. Searched. Cost five thousand dollars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. Totally. It was, it was less. It was less. Spent my four hundred one k on four hundred one k. What's a four hundred one k? It's a weird combination of have numbers guys, and letters. Have yeah. you guys heard this myth about social security? What is it? This exactly. Oh, this thing I pay into all it the doesn't time. exist. Uh-huh. That's why you made it up. Funny I gotta use the bathroom. Can I trust you guys to keep it going? Or yeah, one hundred percent. Sure. Yeah. We'll, we'll Maybe you guys can figure out amongst yourselves uh, what your songwriting process is. Yeah, I'll, I'll songwriting. Yeah, we, we should just can. get into. We that. can do that real quick. Um, okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll, 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 yeah, we'll start. Yeah, go for so it. So, how do we write a song? How do we write a song? Well. When mama. a mama song and a daddy song. It starts with lots of diddles. It starts Love with each a lot other. of diddles. A lot of diddles. Put diddles, if you D- will. Diddly doos. And doodles. Diddly doos. Diddly doos. And ba-da-da-das. And ba-da-da-das. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely it. Yeah. Yep. Um, you, you usually... I think yeah, Zachary pr- brings a diddle to us. Yeah. Yeah, we call it diddles, but it's really all it is is me. A riff or like a... Yeah, it's just w- something that I came up with. While he was um, diddling his bits. Yeah, you know, just during practice, there are... Most of my practices are improvising. Diddling. You know, you get warmed up with the scales. Yeah. And right. then something then comes Then you diddle. And then, and then like a, diddle. a beautiful diddle comes out and he's like... I, I feel like there's just a lot of times where I'm really excited. Like Zachary's like, I got a new diddle. I got to show show you guys. And diddle. Yeah, yeah, you send us diddles. Yeah, he diddle, sends us diddles. I, yeah. I most, I, don't I usually say diddly? Diddly. You I don't know where I'm getting diddle. diddle. Yeah, diddly. diddly. I don't know where you're getting I diddle know. either. So either I don't way, sound like that's, a that's where a lot of that comes from. And yeah. <laughs> Bit diddles. And, use diddle and then it, from there, it's pretty organic. Yeah, Everyone kind of developing their own part. My, um, my idea is like listening to this riff and then I immediately try to put this, like, uh, I put a vibe to it. Exactly. Put a vibe yes, to it. Put a, a vibe. Right. Like I definitely am trying to write something in my head before I play it in our so, yeah. mama song and a daddy song. Yeah. Yeah. And then when they, they love diddle each their, other. Yeah. And they do Make lots the of diddle decision to have a child. Yes. To diddle their bits. To diddle, they diddle. to diddle their bits and diddly do. But yeah, you're right, Ryan. There's totally a vibe that has to be chosen. Yeah, like and right, right up yeah. there. Like right, listening to it. Like what is the vibe? Where, where could this song go? Right. What dynamic could this song go to? A roller coaster <laughs> dynamics. You know, like yeah. that's that's what I think about before I even. So you guys kind of have an idea, then you push it into something absolutely yeah it starts with the the you know the melody that zachary brings there's been a couple times where i've started to try to be like i have a diddle but we haven't really figured out where to go from that yet yeah the diddle well i'm waiting on the day that you come to us and you're like i've got this dope ass bass line let's (laughs) fucking jam yeah because that's what it it, that's how it all starts it's and it's just a coincidence that i mean not so much a coincidence because like it's it's different like writing a beat and turning a beat into a song and like adding melody and chord changes 
it's just not saying it's impossible um because jams, jams that you have started that I just jump in on have turned into songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, um, there's it, those occasions. Yeah, those, that do, that does happen. Yeah, oh. but it's usually the, songs, the case that it starts on the guitar. It's just something that that you know I just came out of me when I was improvising, and then I bring yeah. it, bring it to them, mm-hmm. and then we we literally just jam on it. Yeah, and then eventually we jam on it enough, you know that. Um, we're able to start dissecting it a little bit. Yeah. Figure out like, all right, let's do this this many times. This many like, times. And, and we, we, Ryan's always a magician at like, okay, there's like, cool if we did this and then we did this. <laughs> I, I am, I'm pretty busy. I'm, I'm rhythm is like my weakest link when it comes to music rhythm. It's, mm. it's not I'm when I'm taught, like if you show me how to do a rhythm, I can do it. But me just coming up with a rhythm, it's, I have a hard time with it. So, Usually my, my rhythm stuff is pretty busy. And then I talk, bring, you know, bring it to Ryan. And it's like, all right, Ryan, make this, make this rhythmic. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, do that, do this. And then, <laughs> and then I do that. And it's like, fuck yeah, dude, that's dope. Yeah. Like, now let's do that for 20 minutes. And then it's actually do- the most accurate representation of song. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we record. Everything. Yeah, yes. we record our sessions. That's one. Yeah. That's my. Yeah, that that's, is game. That's been game changing. Zach and I have, you know, ten years playing music, and it's probably been a little over a year now. Actually, the start of our attic, I think, which is what also makes the songs incredible. Like we started recording. They're yeah, so good. having those recordings yeah. is huge, especially because there's not a I, a melody doesn't always come to me to sing the first time hearing it. Sometimes right. like yeah. there's definitely been times when we've jammed, like I think summer Rhapsody came out with me just like singing while we were playing and improvising, which I love that, but that doesn't yes. always happen. Sometimes right. like if you are married to the first idea you came up with, that's so stupid and exactly. limiting. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So many of the songs, the, the lyrics, I, there is really... a beauty. I well, think though, in the, sometimes it works. Yeah. I'm not saying like, ignore i'm saying like look at everything with a filter like you know like there's definitely things that i've written like the first time i did it i'm like that's that's what it is that was the purest vision of what you were trying to accomplish but then there's times where i'm just like you know like uh you know objectively this would be better if i did this you know what i mean like objectively is is relative oh yeah like suggestive so yeah objectively is objectively is not relative it it it's disguised as objectivity it's subjectivity but uh but yeah a lot of times you know I wouldn't say a lot of times, but like some of the magic times, the first thing you do is like, that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it just absolutely. feels like you're not even We've responsible for And there've definitely been a few songs like that. There have also definitely been a few songs where as the vocalist, I've been like, oh, shit, we're supposed to be recording this today. Like I remember for Whip, that was the case. The day we were recording the demos, I still had to write like a verse and we went on a donut run to Quality Dairy. Zachary and, and I wrote a verse. And I wrote a verse while we were at Quality Dairy and I was eating a donut and it was delicious. Yeah. So sometimes it's really, um, yeah. Obligation's a great motivator. Absolutely. <laughs> but like, we love that. You know, yeah, so that's why I wake up it, and go to work every day. It, it yeah. just goes to show that like, you know, no matter what the process looks like, you can still, somehow we get it to work. We can still, you know, find something that's really beautiful to us. Cause we love whip too. I mean, yeah. you, you know, yeah. whip is my yeah. favorite song. Yeah. To, probably my favorite song to play for me. It, it, defi- it defines me. <laughs> yeah. It defines like, my this playing. Is the favorite song I've ever written. Well, like, yeah. when, you, when you said like that, <laughs> the, that, the songs are like really good. It, it's almost like, 
I, that's what I want to hear from musicians. You know, it's almost like it can be viewed as like a faux pas to like sure. be that into your own oh, music. No, we love sure. our music. But it's like, yeah. dude, why, why the fuck? It? Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. My, my it goes back to the job our, uh, thing that we were talking about. You got to love what you do. Yeah. Our band name. Like we love it. Like uh, everything that we're doing is, is a yeah. loved product. Yeah. Like we're, I don't want to put out a product that is not loved. And I'm, I'm just so proud of what we do. Cause I, I am proud yeah. of our sound. I'm proud of, yeah, I'm, I just think it's worthy of our affection and praise and it's our little baby, you know, yeah. we've got to, we've got to nourish our diddlies. <laughs> I'm, I'm not prideful enough to uh, say that the music that since I've made music, it's like my favorite music. Yeah. Cause other, right. otherwise, you why would I go. be? Why would I be yeah. doing it? Yeah, yeah, if yeah. If I if this wasn't like if I'm not like hell yeah I'm into this I shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. It, when it comes up, art in particular, something or even just a hobby. Like yeah. if you're not super into it, you shouldn't be you doing it. Like, yeah. So right, hands down. I, I you know like I said, especially I'm, when there's so many audiences for music. Like if if you're doing something that you don't resonate right. with, you're so just you're doing passionate. the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like that you know? dead behind the eyes type of. You know, right. yeah. that's not something like, that like attracts Kong people. Ben, you know? <laughs> Yikes. Oh. Carl. I'm just, I'm just fucking Carl. Carl. Hey, I'm going to have Nothing. No, you're, you're good. You're just messing. All right. Well, I'll have you guys plug your uh, social medias and stuff. We'll wrap it up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where Thank do you guys. You. Find oh, you. the social you. media manager. Yeah, where they safe. find you? That's you. This has been our attic. Thank you guys so much. Yeah. Thank you, Brian. Invite the neighbors for having us on. Thank Carl's you for everyone. Dope too. Yeah, it's Carl's dope like too. Carl's Thank you, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> we loved Luca. We loved the Brita filter. The hospitality the was. Thank you. So, uh, check us out. We're on Instagram, our attic band, and on Facebook. I assume also our attic band. Yes. You're yes. a social media manager. You don't know that? They don't pay me. Yeah, that's true. Sings, and then music. Man. I don't even we, know what my should Facebook should, should, should be. Blast, should we blast music right now where you can listen to us? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, SoundCloud that's and Bandcamp, yeah. right? We, we have a Bandcamp. Um, our demo that we released back in the spring. March of last year? Is, March 6th. March 6th. March 6th is called Bloom. It's a five-song demo. Um, yeah. More coming. Yeah. More we're, coming. We're in the works. We're in the works. So there is recording more. happening in the attic. Right. So All right. Everything in the it's attic. It's rolling. So thank you guys so much. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you.